what's up? Hey. Thought you forgot who I was for a while. Why would I forget who you were? I don't know. It's been two fucking months. <laughs> Just figured Jesus. you were busy. Holy crap. <laughs> <sighs> what a shit show. <laughs> How's things in Germany or Norway or wherever the fuck you are? <laughs> the Netherlands. Netherlands, okay. Dance, monkey, dance. This week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris, and we have a special guest this week. Who's here? Who? Who's here? <laughs> it's it, John. John's back for a what? Week, I'm not. Maybe. I'm not back. I'm no. not back. Back. I'm still on the other side of the pond. Right, but I mean, for this week at least, you're here. Yes, I'm here. Special guest appearance. <laughs> it so like in the credits, do you get an uh, one of those at the very end, like and John? Or yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I just need to know how to bill it, you know. Like in the first season of Gilligan's Island and the rest. Well, you know, it's it's that weird like when when actors vie for for position and it's like you have the you have the top billed people and then it's featuring or and and it's like right. it's meant it's meant to show that like this person is more important than everybody else. So. Yes. You know, I'm very important in my own mind. Well, no, you're very important to a lot of people. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you been? How's things? Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris. What? You'll be happy to know that my track record with travel <laughs> <laughs> has just been fantastic. Oh, really? Uh, so on April 2nd, I got to Orlando International Airport three hours early for my international flight, like I was told to. Right. And I was flying from Orlando to Newark to Amsterdam. Okay. So, uh, and it was like a two o'clock flight. Okay. Well, apparently there were a lot of storms up outside New Jersey so they decided that they were going to hold us and then after a few hours Newark went into a hold pattern where they weren't allowing any takeoffs or landings so we were still sitting there um, and then by the time Newark opened up it's Florida <laughs> so there were storms around Florida oh, at Jesus. the time that they wanted to take off um, so Needless to say, before I even left the ground, I had already missed my connecting flight to Amsterdam. <laughs> so they put me on, and this is what kills me. It's like, so they put me on a direct flight. It's like, then why the hell didn't you put me on a direct flight to begin with? <laughs> because your company's cheap, and it was cheaper yes. to do a layover somewhere. Y yes. However, now they had to pay three times as much for my plane ticket because of the screw-up. <laughs> So they booked me through Lufthansa, mm -hmm. through Frankfurt, Germany, 
with a connection to Bremen, Germany, and then I would take a cab to uh, this little town where my project was. Okay. Um, and that was a shit show. <laughs> my, lug- my luggage went to Newark without me. Nice. Even though the plane had eight hours to take my bags off, they refused after being asked by multiple people. Um, uh, United Airlines was absolutely no help whatsoever, so fuck you, United. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, they then told me that I couldn't file a missing luggage claim until I was in my final destination. So I couldn't even, like get them to get my luggage from Newark to Europe like the next day. I had <laughs> to wait until I landed in in Bremen um, and I was not prepared for winter in North Germany. Oh geez. <laughs> so I, I, I for some reason I said you know what I should throw some extra underwear and socks in my carry-on. <laughs> And uh, it was a damn good thing I did. Nice. So I bought a, a, a Germany sweatshirt in the Frankfurt airport. Okay. Which, if, if you don't know, on Sunday, a lot of shit's closed in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, this is fucking convenient. And uh, so I did that. And that was enough to get me from the airport into a cab. After my three hours of waiting to take another COVID test, even though I took one before I left the U.S. Oh, geez. And it wasn't a rapid test. So they said, oh, we'll send you your results in three or four days. (laughs) So you're just going to let me into the country not knowing if I have COVID? (laughs) And that's why there's a pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) So I finally made it to my final destination, yeah, the roundabout way, and luckily there was a department store like two minutes from the hotel, so I like bundled up in my hoodie and ran over there and bought a, a jacket and some jeans and some shirts and some, some more underwear and, you know. I hope you use a corporate card. Oh, of course. Okay, good. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they did and they bought me new steel toe shoes and a new hard hat. Nice. So, yeah. So, and then it was basically a month in Germany of doing some sightseeing, eating at some good restaurants, not really accomplishing much. You also went to Paris for Easter. I did. <laughs> I was in Paris on Easter Sunday at Notre Dame for mass. Yeah, and how was that? Uh, it was a beautiful day. Yeah. It was like, oh, spring's here. It's like 70. <laughs> <laughs> you still can't get into Notre Dame, right? 50. It's it's still in shambles. No. It's still, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's still surrounded by scaffolding and a big old construction fence. Okay. But did a, a whirlwind tour of Paris. We stayed out by uh, Euro Disney because one, one of the guys on the team had um, Marriott points. Oh, there you go. <laughs> So we got a four-bedroom townhouse for 200 bucks a piece for three nights. Wow. Yeah. And it was it was like 10 minutes from Disney. We drove because nice. we had a car. Um, so we basically got there at like 
six o'clock at night and dropped our bags and went to Euro Disneyland for the day or for the night. And then the next day we did a full day in Paris. We saw the Louvre. Yeah, we gonna, saw Mona Lisa. So you got to see Mona Lisa. I did. Um, yeah. Not very impressive. I was I was going to ask, is it everything you thought it would be? Because people always say that it's way smaller than they were expecting. and It's about the size of the posters you had in your bedroom growing up. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's pretty far back, and it's kind of sitting by itself. Yep. And Yep, yep. You, you queue up to see it. There's like a double queue, so you either go, you know, like a TSA, you go in the left lane or the right lane, and then eventually you snake your way up to the front. Right. And then it's like a free for all. So once you get to the front, there's nobody like directing you to, you know, a free spot or whatever. It's just like, oh, you're at the front. <laughs> um, yeah, not impressive. The building itself is amazing. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Just amazing. And and, you know, thank God for the interweb. We got there early. For our, because you know it's COVID, so timed admission and all that kind of bullshit. Right. Um, and everybody go. Everybody goes to the pyramid, the pyramid that was in uh, Da Vinci Code. Right. Yeah. That that's kind of like in the court. So everybody. Yes. So that's like the main entrance. However, if you go to the back of the building through the shopping mall. <laughs> There's another entrance oh. with no line. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, this is much better than standing in that. There you go. Uh, yeah, it was very impressive. It was very quick because we had like a four o'clock ticket for there. And then we had like a five thirty, six o'clock ticket for another cathedral. And it's like, OK, so, we're, you know, we're going to hit the highlights <laughs> and then we're going to run back across town. And um, then we took a train up the Arc de Triomphe. Nice. Which was cool. Yeah. Um, which, if you've ever seen any video footage of the traffic around the Arc de Triomphe, it's it's insane. There's actually a pedestrian tunnel under the under the road to get out to it. Oh, oh okay. Um, yeah, because it's like this multi-lane roundabout. Yeah, and, and it's got like a, it's like, got really weird rules or something. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's the opposite of what every other roundabout is. Yes, it's like the traffic coming into the roundabout has the right of way instead yep. of the traffic in the roundabout. So everybody in the roundabout's always stopping. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. And then from there, we walked up to the Eiffel Tower. Nice. Did you see Superman and Lois? No, I didn't. No, there wasn't a there wasn't no. a plot to blow up the Eiffel Tower that day. No, but there was a really <laughs> lame light show. <laughs> at I think I don't know. I was on the hour, I guess. And it was nothing but a bunch of strobe lights that went off. It's like, oh, that's great. <laughs> um. But still, it was kind of impressive to think that it was a, you know, a uh, radio tower. Right. Um, very interesting people around there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah. There were, so we came in from, I don't know which side we were on, but we came in from the side where we were up above where the Eiffel Tower was. 
And as you walked down, there were like these terraces that had like performance spaces set up, but they were like, you know, all graffitied and there was some girl booty dancing and there were some white guys lip syncing to rap and, you know, <laughs> what you'd expect to see in Paris, France. Right. On Easter Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was exciting. Saw a couple of accordion players. <laughs> Saw a, a, a couple of guys using a flipped over um, shopping cart as a grill and selling fajitas. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, I did not have one. Were Were people walking around with baguettes? Because that's always the thing that you see in movies and parents. And berets. And berets. And berets. No. No. And I threatened to buy everybody in my group a beret, but they, they refused. And they put rebelled. their names on it like a, a European yep. vacation? Yes. <laughs> Rusty. <Yeah. laughs> well, that's good. That's, uh, you know, get to see the world. I did. I did. I went there. I went to Cologne, Germany, and saw this gigantic... Uh, cathedral that I imagine is what Notre Dame kind of looks like inside. <laughs> um, that was kind of interesting. Um, I I was daring, so I took the train. Yeah. And uh, when you get off at the the central train station in Cologne, there are. Um, signs everywhere directing you to Ukrainian relief. Oh. So that there were, you know, they they were set up at the at the train station and they were trying to get people places to stay and um I happened to be out. My hotel was like right next to the train station, which you would think wouldn't be a really good place to stay. Um but it was great. <laughs> it was like 100 bucks a night. It was convenient. So I was out walking around the cathedral late at night and there's like this guy doing skateboard tricks and stuff. And there were, you know, other young people around him. Some of them were like maybe nine or 10 and he was probably, I don't know, 17 or something. And I, I said something to him like, you know, it's like, oh, you're really talented. You're really good at that. You know, where are you from? And he said, Ukraine. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> Well, there's a dose of reality. Sorry about Ed, what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, have have you seen any besides refugees? Is there any like talk or sign about what's going on in the Ukraine over there? Like it's like it is here. Um. Not so much. No. In the bigger cities, yes. Okay. But where we are right now is like the middle of nowhere. It's, you know, it's, you got to drive 45 minutes to get to a McDonald's. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but in terms of like the bigger cities I was in, yes, there are, um, there's signs of it everywhere. Okay. Um, you know, walk through neighborhoods that have a bunch of, um, uh, Ukrainian flags flying and, you know, fuck Putin signs in the window <laughs> and, you know, that kind of stuff. Nice. But, um, 
Yeah, not a lot. Okay. Not a lot. Um, but yeah, so here I am. Well, you know. What's, what's going on in the world? God, man. I only get, B- I only get BBC International. I mean, you know, there might be Amer- an America to come back to. There might not. Uh, I don't know. You know, just more terrible things happen every day in this country, and it makes me wonder why I stay. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Uh, New Zealand. I really, no. I really well, feel well, like that's the, Well, I'd see, that's the thing. I'd have to go state my case, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, I don't, I don't know how much you've seen, but like there was a, another school shooting here. Yes. Where, and it's come out that the SWAT team waited over an hour to go in and help the kids in the elementary school. Yeah. And it's like, fuck those people, man. Like, mm-hmm. that's your job. That's your job. Well, and kids I had heard are in fucking that- peril. That some of the police officers went in to rescue their own kids? Well, I don't know about that, but they were handcuffing parents who were trying to go get their kids. Yes. They were throwing them down. They were handcuffing them. Um, I guess it was... Because they're the dangerous. Well, I guess it was the Border Patrol agents that were finally like, fuck you guys, we're going. Right. Um, But I did see... There, somebody asked a question of like, what should have, what should the proper thing have been? And one, uh, I guess there was a retired police officer who said, you put on your vest and you run towards the building screaming police because nine times out of 10, the shooter now knows that cops are on their way and will turn the gun on themselves. You make as much noise as you can and you get in the building and stop it. The fact that they waited right. over an hour to do it is fucking disgraceful, and yep. I hope it haunts them. But that teacher left the back door open. Oh, it's all her fault. There are too many open doors. <sighs> there should be one way into a school. All other doors should be locked. No, uh, I mean, uh, it's it's fucking heartbreaking. But again, it's Texas, so. You know, it's where all the good things happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think since we've talked last, Netflix is taking a nosedive, and um, you know, it just like the world is a little bit different than when you left. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter and let Trump back on. Uh, I used to I used to admire Elon Musk for for like his investment in technology and trying to advance us into like the next level of of like technological advancement and stuff. But now he's just a fucking asshole, man. Yeah, well, he's another out-of-touch millionaire who never had to work for anything. Yeah, and, like, I guess, like, he he lectured Jeff Bezos the other day that he should not, he should work more, and it's like, why are, why are we letting fucking millionaires and billionaires fucking argue amongst each other? Like, Because that's cool, and that's what sells the newspapers, Chris. That's what makes the clicks. I guess. 
it's a it's a it's a dying country. It really is. It's very sad. It's very sad. I mean, especially when you see all of well, I mean, being outside of the country for several months and seeing what other people go through. It's like there's a fucking war in Ukraine where they're just slaughtering people to wipe them out as a as a people. But, you know, let's worry about Don Jr. and his rant on how the killer could have done it with a baseball bat. Right. I don't. And people listen to it and people give them airtime. And, you know, that's why we're doomed. I mean, and I don't know. Did we talk? It's been so long about the about the fight between Disney and the Florida governor. Uh. I think so because he had kind of was, come out and was that before you, you left? know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it's it, apparently, it, I don't know what's happened since, but he was going to dissolve the Reedy Creek improvement district. And that was going to be like $2 billion in debt that they would have to pass on to the taxpayers. And I don't know what's happened since then. Yeah. Orange County was talking about their, their uh, property taxes were going to go up 25% because of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, my feeling is that this happened right on the heels of them trying to um, rezone the voting districts. Yep. And so this was the Trumpian way of like, don't look at what we're doing over here. We're going to pick this fight over here instead. And, you know, knowing and Disney has come out and said they can't do that unless they pay off the debt. Florida is not going to pay off that debt. And so it's going to be stuck in a court and it's never going to get put into place. And Disney will be fine regardless. But it was all so that he could do whatever he wanted to on the other side and be the little Trump dictator wannabe person and, Mm -hmm. and get national headlines of like, look at all the shit that I'm doing in Florida because I'm going to be running for president makes me scratch my head but you know uh yeah so you know good times so i know that you're like working and stuff but did you have a chance to watch anything recently uh i finally made it through moon night okay and what is your feeling um, about Moon Knight? Um, the split personality thing was very intriguing, uh-huh. but I felt like they wasted too much time on the asylum. There's definitely, this is probably one of my least favorite of the Marvel TV shows. I think it was done very well. Like all of the Marvel shows are, but the story lost me in a couple of parts. It and when I say lost, I think I was bored. Um, yeah, I the the episode where they're in the asylum slash on the boat and they're having to work out um, Mark's issues. Right. I was like, it's a superhero TV show, like. It, you're you're wasting a ton of 
a valuable time. And like they did that thing of lazy writing where they're, uh, he's about to, um, you've got this big battle scene at the end in the end episode and our hero has been knocked to the ground and his wife slash new superhero is being held up against the wall and it looks like Wonder Woman. Yeah. It looks like everything is about to come apart and it cuts to black and comes back and the fight's over. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like how, how are you yada yadying over the, the final fight? Right. But that was what they did. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And I didn't feel like any of the, CGI was up to quality of the other Marvel shows we've seen. Yeah. I mean, I, I did like the hippo when you first see her. Yeah. But after that, it was kind of like, Oh, this boat's kind of low res. <laughs> and like, Oh, we ran out of money. Did we Marvel? Yeah. I, I don't know if they were like a lot of, a lot of the big visual effects, movies have been pushed back because there's just not enough VFX people to do the work. Right. And so, um, everything's getting pushed back and I feel like ILM can't keep up with it either. And so they're having to cut corners and stuff. And this was one of those corners. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it felt very different to the other Marvel Mm -hmm. like TV shows and not in a good way. Um, so yeah, I mean, they left it in a weird cliffhanger and apparently they're not doing a second season. Oh, really? Yeah. That's just, oh, but they basically said, we've got no plans to do a second season. And, Mm. you know, I guess, um, Oscar Isaac is not contracted to do another one. So they'd have to pay him more money to come back. Right. I mean, I thought he did a really good job with the split personalities and stuff. I did too. I did too. Making them feel different and all of that. And like when he's having to play against himself in those last couple of episodes and Mm -hmm. Moon Knight switching between Moon Knight and Mr. Moon or whatever the, the other one is like, it's done really well. Um, I just, it's one, it, it just got down to that thing of like they're, they're having him like phase out at the parts that I want to see. I want to see the fights. I want to see how the moon Knight powers work. I want to see all of that. And they just like, Nope, we're just gonna, we're just gonna glance over that. And like, uh, you guys have to deal with it. Yeah. So, yeah, it, 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 I don't know. It, Maybe I'll rewatch it. It's only six episodes, but. Yeah. And apparently this, this whole thing about, about like childhood trauma is, you know, that's driving it. And it's like, you know, if you know somebody with mental illness, it's like, okay, really? We needed this to be a PSA. There, <laughs> but there's a lot of that going on now. There's a lot of oh, shows. There's tons of that that are using that as a main story, like Star Trek discovery. Um, mm-hmm. the entire, the entire last season was more about the mental state of the crew than like adventures. 
Picard season two was all about childhood trauma. Yeah, that's what struck me as weird. It's like, why did you go down that route? I, I don't know. Is that really something we needed to explore in Picard's past? I mean, I've got such issues, such issues with season two. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I had really high hopes for it. It started out and so well. Ending was like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> It's kind of like, oh, and then Dorothy's going away and leaving the Wicked Witch and the Cowardly Lion to go explore as yeah. a Tin Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I don't know Jared what happened. Jared Ryan as the Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> but that was another show that, like, there is a scene in one of the final episodes where Seven of Nine and Raffi are about to go out into this field where they're saying, look, we're, we're not coming back from this. This is a suicide mission. Um, but I want to tell you how I feel about you. And there is this heart to heart conversation. And then they run out into the field. And the next thing you see is them running onto the ship going, what did we miss? (laughs) And it's like, wait, what, what happened to the suicide mission? Right. Like what the fuck? Like, it's all of these shows have just like glanced over all this stuff mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, sure. Yeah. It's like they got bored and suddenly said, eh, let's just wrap this up. I mean, the weird thing with Picard was like, they were held back a, almost a year because of COVID and they right. talked about like going back in and re-engineering the scripts. And I was like, I didn't see that at all. Like, I didn't like if anything, it felt like you didn't go back and and mess with them at all. Right. Um, You know, and that has another that has another thing at the end where like in the first episode or the second episode when Q shows up, he basically says, this is your penance. Like, like, you know what you've done and you have to answer for it. Right. And at the end, it's like, well, I didn't want to die alone. And I thought of you. And it's like, well, what was the penance? Right. Like, why did you bring them to the past? Why did you change their future? Uh, I don't know. I would just I was dying. Like, what? (laughs) So there there's a lot going on in those shows where I scratch my head and I'm like, okay, I, I don't understand. Like. I watch them all because I'm a huge next generation fan and Picard is like my captain. And like, I feel like it's like pizza, even bad Picard is good Picard. But some of the, some of those choices that they made, I have, I didn't understand. Yeah. It was kind of, the whole thing with the Borg queen really bothered me that it's like they had to redeem this and I don't even know if she's truly evil or she's just the product of you know what she is but there there was like that it's like oh look we're gonna save her and we're gonna fly off in our balloon and we're gonna go back to Oz and it's like what what a waste what a waste of those characters yeah and and um from what I've read, um, when everybody was pitched Star Trek Picard, the the crew, the cast, they were told it was three seasons, 
and genuinely the arc of what was going to happen. And when season one came out and there was some backlash about uh, like the storytelling, they talked Patrick Stewart into bringing back the rest of the cast. He didn't want to bring them back. He was like, we, I don't want to rehash what we did on the next generation. I want new adventures. And then seeing the complaints, he, they talked him into like, okay, maybe we need to bring everybody back. Right. So the announcement of all the next generation cast coming back for season three was not like ever in the original plans. It was a knee jerk reaction to the bad press. Right. And that's like, oh, that's that doesn't bode well for season three at all. Like if it had been a plan up until then, like that, that could be exciting. Like we're always going to bring them back together. But now it's like, well, no, we're only bringing them back together because you guys bitched. that Like we didn't see enough of them. Right. And it's like, oh, well, and thank God Will Wheaton is going to be in season three. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, that was really bothering me. Uh, I mean, at least they at least at least they gave him something to do besides ready room. (sighs) Yeah. I'm sure that when when like they announced that and his name wasn't on it, I mean, he had already shot the Picard stuff, but like, right. I wonder if in like, like the discussions of bringing everybody back, he's like, Hey, what about me? And they were like, well, you can be in an episode of Picard season two. Oh, right. Okay. Sure. But I don't have to shave my beard. Right. 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 Yeah. You can look just like you do every, every other time anybody sees you. Okay. Right. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, kind of upset about Picard but you know what what are you going to do exactly they're not going to redo it like this is what we get so you might as well enjoy the ride right right it's you know it you got something yeah exactly (laughs) but you know it's a it's Star Trek fandom is not quite as toxic as Star Wars fandom Right. But it's still there and you still see people bitching about like, why is anybody watching this? And it's like, well, why are you watching it if you don't like it? Right. Right. Like, why are you going to get online and like, like bitch at something if, you know, if, if you have no intention of like at least trying to enjoy it. But I mean, I guess, I guess they had um, Lucasfilm when they cast the, the black woman, that's the, um, inquisitor the new the new inquisitor Mm -hmm. they basically sat her down after casting and said look you need to understand what this fandom does to people oh um they will yell at you they will um they will probably say some horrible things right um and like you know they had to they had to like ready her for like what star what star wars fandom was going to say and it's Mm -hmm. like that's fucked up like she's just an actress. She's just acting. Right. But no, I mean, you know, the Star Wars fandom bitched it um what's her name? Kelly Tran. Kelly Murray. Yep. And like like almost made her quit acting. Um um Ahmed Best wanted to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen left acting for 10 years like 
nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans, apparently. And like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like poor Jake Lloyd. Yeah, Jake Lloyd. I mean, in a he's in he's a mental institution case. because like of what people said to him. Yep. Like that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But no accountability for George Lucas, who like wrote those scenes and those lines and directed those actors. Right. But you know, who am I? It's a wacky world we live in. <laughs> it's very bizarre. I haven't seen much else while I've been over here. However, I did watch this new teen rom-com called Dune. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, have you seen it? Yes, I have. Okay. I I I was a big fan of the books. I've read most of the books. Uh, up until like his kids started writing them and it's like yeah no thanks <laughs> um, and I liked parts of the first movie that David Lynch did and I really hoped that at some point they'd like uncover this this amazing director's cut <laughs> um, but they haven't no but um, yeah this this version of Dune just glides over <laughs> like half the book yeah and there's so much missing and it's real ballsy to make a a first of two films with no uh no guarantee from the studio right like if this was the only one they ever made people would come out of there going wait a minute what the fuck happened because there's all kinds of like daydreams and shit about part two Right. That you don't get to at the end of this. Right. And I was trying to explain, I was trying to explain to somebody of like, um, I'm sure you're not, you're not, um, caught up on the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial thing. Uh, I mean, I've seen pieces of it, but. Okay. So, so one of the things was they kept trying to, um, compare Amber Heard's career with Zendaya which is nothing. Okay. Alike. But, um, so they kept bringing up Dune and they kept bringing up Spider-Man and all this stuff in the trial. And I was talking to somebody else and they said, well, I mean, she's in Dune. And I was like, well, kinda. <laughs> and I, they were like, what do you mean? I said, she's in like fragments of it, but she doesn't properly show up to the film until like 90% of the way into the movie. Right. And then she's there. And they were like, really? But she's like one of the main characters. I was like, you would think that from like. <laughs> right. From what you've seen. Like and what all you've the seen. But that's not the way it is. And like, I will give Dune credit for like, they rev- revolutionized some visual effects techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful film. Like. Right. The visual effects are amazing in it. The right. story, though. I think they're proving that Dune is a, is just almost impossible to translate. Yeah. It I mean it's I don't even know how to describe Dune. <laughs> because it's it's so involved and there's no way to just sum it up that, you know, oh, by the way, this kid becomes a giant worm at some point. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, I mean, I felt they did a really good job not making it look like Star Wars or Star Trek or anything we had seen before. The design of the worlds, the design of the, the spacecraft. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought the costuming was cool. But there's there were things in the original movie that I wish were still in this movie. Okay. Just done with a, you know, with a, a 2021 sensibility and technology and all that kind of stuff. So that we don't see the guild navigator yet. Nope. Um, I, I don't think, um, Baron Harkonnen is, has, uh, impressive a figure as he was in the first movie. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I just watched it last night, so I'm not quite sure where I want to go with this. <laughs> it's like, okay, so which storyline are you just going to concentrate on? Is it the Bene Gesserit? Is it, is it the spice? Is it, you know, I don't know. It was very, it, I, I felt it was like a teen adventure movie. And I felt that Zendaya was very much Peter Parker's girlfriend. Yeah. And the, you know, she had that kind of street tough attitude and it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, I, I know everybody is like given all these accolades to Denise Villeneuve and stuff. And like his last two movies are, are not retreads, but like Blade Runner 2049 is coming on the heels of like one of the most beloved science fiction films to like science fiction fans. And then he wants to remake Dune and, but he, because he's been dreaming about this since he was a kid. Right. And I just, in those two films, I don't feel like the accolades are necessarily, um, justified I think he's a good director I think I think he's got an eye for stuff but like his storytelling is is really weirdly paced in these two films Mm -hmm. and I don't know like I don't know if it's a if, if it's a byproduct of superhero fatigue where like everything gets told in two hours and you're out and like there's a there's a action set piece every 10 minutes and like you know i don't know if if that's just permeated into my mind of like this is what storytelling's supposed to be but right. like it's it's the same issues that i have with christopher nolan and like like those those decisions that they're making of like okay in tenant we're going to make it so that you can't hear any of the dialogue but i'm doing it because i'm artsy and it's like okay Amazing special effects mean nothing if the story doesn't carry them. Right. And I don't always feel like Dune carries the story. I, there were, I felt like there was a lot of stuff left out that really helps form that world. And you don't really have a sense of 
what's going on. No, and in, in you know that basically the spice trade is you know it's cocaine wars. <laughs> right, and and there's a voiceover in the original, right? Yep. And where he's explaining everything that's going on. Right. Because I think I think they knew that like if we don't have this, nobody's going to be able to follow it. Mm-hmm. And that's not in this, and so you're getting bits and pieces of it, and it's like, okay, okay sure. Yeah, it's you know we're I mean, gonna like we're gonna spend ten minutes of Paul standing on his home world, looking out over the water, and like that's all he does, and instead right. of like explaining like space travel. Well, I mean, because, you know, they were living in Ireland, right? <laughs> With a bull, apparently. Apparently, yeah. It's like he was a bullfighter? <laughs> what the? <laughs> what? It's way in the future, but bullfighting's still a thing, apparently. Right. Well, it's like when I saw, like, that the you know, like the sculpture of the bullfighter, it's like, what the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I hope I hope they're getting a they're getting a second movie. I hope that it's as good or I hope it's better than the first one. Right. Um you know, I I don't know. It's not one of those things that I'm going to seek out and go to the movies to see. Mhm. I mean, the only reason I saw it was cuz it was on HBO Max and it was like, okay, I'll watch the new Dune film. And I'm glad that I didn't buy a ticket to go see it because I don't feel like it would have been an, it wouldn't have been n- enough of a payoff for me. Right. So. I don't know. I always gauge these movies by like rewatchability and like mm-hmm. how many times I think I'm going to watch it. I've only seen Dune once. Like there's nothing in it where I'm like, I got to go back and see that section. No, and I don't feel like I'd have to go back and rewatch it before I see no. episode two. You know, it's like, oh, okay. You you probably could have done a three-hour movie and sewn it all up and prepared yourself for, you know, the next Star Wars, the next Star Trek. Right. And you didn't. Right. It was very artsy. But I felt like the cast was really wasted. It's like, yeah. you know, Jason Momoa doesn't have a big part. Um, like I said, Stellan Starsgard as Her- uh, Harkonnen isn't really as terrifying as he was in the other movie. Right. Um, there's no sting. Is, there's no sting. <laughs> you know, what's up with that? Couldn't get back. He probably would wear the same codpiece. Probably, you know. Yeah, it was it was a weird movie. Not something that I was like really looking forward to, but I was like, I got a couple hours to kill. (laughs) It's on satellite. Let's see. There you go. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the stuff that's going on this past week, but Star Wars Celebration happened. Yes. Um, and we got... I saw the Andor trailer. Andor. So that looks pretty good. It does. It does. I mean, it feels very much like 
Rogue One. Yep. Where it's kind of like, this is the beginning of the rebellion. This is before it was even called a rebellion. Yeah. And I think that's a cool place to jump off with a story. Yeah. And, you know, they've got, um, um, what's her name? Uh, Petunia Weasley, not Weasley, Petunia uh, Dursley. Oh, that's who that was. Yeah. Okay. At the end, yes. like spouting yes. about like like revolutions and stuff. <laughs> yes. I was like, is that her? And then I looked it yes. up and you're like, yep, that's her. Yep. They've done a good job at making a lot of this stuff feel different. Um, because this looks like um, Mon Mothma's in it and... Um, there there are shots of like clone troopers and there are shots of stormtroopers and there's shots of mm-hmm. like the um the senate so w- we may be jumping around in time with it a bit right um so that looks interesting and that's going to come out in august right um they also there was there was a mini trailer for ahsoka that yeah. they leaked online. Um, and it looks like we're getting live action versions of all the Rebels characters. That's cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. I, I want to see how the Rebels characters progress. The The first shot is the door opening and Ahsoka and Hera walking through. Um, nice. But only from the back. You don't see you don't see Hera from the front yet. Um, mm. But apparently um, is it Jennifer Beals? um the rosario dawson came out with chopper on stage oh Um, cool and so there's going to be a live action chopper um uh they also announced that mandalorian season three will not air until 2023 which makes me scratch my head of like why well because i want to get these other shows situated I would guess I guess but I think you're really going to enjoy Obi-Wan I've watched the first two episodes um, yeah that's what I've heard they they pay off a lot of I don't want to say fan service but like there it goes in a direction that I was not expecting from the trailer okay um, okay and I like it all a lot um, you know, we've spent a lot of time on Tatooine in the Star Wars television universe, and right. you spend some more time on Tatooine here, but not all of it. Um, so it's nice to see like they they spend an episode catching up with Obi Wan and like introduce the Inquisitors in case you don't know know who they are and. Right. They kind of kick the plot off so that the end of, of episode one is kind of like the start of the story. And so like I seeing you and McGregor back and like um, being on Tatooine and, and interacting with Owen and stuff. Just it's like that's Star Wars. That's right. That's my childhood. So it's nice to see kind of everybody back. Mm-hmm. But I do think you'll like it. Cool. I'm looking forward to seeing it in a month when I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I way, have access to high speed streaming. That way, at least you'll get to you know you'll get to watch them all at once. Right. You won't have to sit through you know a week break. 
Right, right. There was also a, a trailer for the Willow TV show. Did you get to see oh, that? Oh, I, did, I didn't see that. Yeah, it, that looks... One of my problems with the original Willow is, like, I felt like it was really ambitious to the visual effects of the time. And, yeah. like, like... Uh-oh. What? You still there? I'm still here. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the things, like you see from this trailer is like with the visual effects that they can do today, this is the story that they, that they couldn't tell. Like if they were wanting to make a sequel to the original. Um, okay. And they've brought back, um, um, Joanne Wally who played Sorsha. Mm-hmm. So she's yep. in it. Willow's in it. Um, and then they've, they've intro- introduced a bunch of new characters and stuff, but like, it's really cool to see Willow again, even if it's, yeah, you know, 30 years later. Sure. I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting that like all this shit from my childhood is now resurfacing and like stuff mm-hmm. that's kind of made for me, but like also made for my kid. Right. And right. So like we can share that and that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a lot this weekend for star Wars. Yeah. And Lucasfilm, I guess, in general. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. I'm sure there'll be lots of new merchandise. I'm sure there will be. I have to get online early to get my uh, John Favreau Paz Vizsla <laughs> Black Series figure. <laughs> there was... Um... There's there's something that's introduced in the first episode of Obi Wan yeah. that immediately Hasbro was came out after the episode and says you can pre-order this in like a month, like we've already got your back, man. We know with Baby yeah. Yoda, you were all bitching that there was no um no merchandise, but we're not gonna let that happen for this. Right. So I thought that was a little weird. I was like, okay, calm down. Is that the lightsaber? No. Oh, okay. No, there's. I won't even say it. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want it to spoil you. Okay. But, yeah, it was a it was a good weekend for Star Wars. Yeah. Expensive weekend for Star Wars fans. That's right. Got to get all those exclusives. Yep. But I guess before I forget, we do need to. Um, talk about somebody that we lost this week uh bo hopkins no oh really oh really oda yeah really oda died mm. one of my all-time favorite movies is goodfellas really yeah it that's one of those films that i can stop and watch it no matter wherever it is when it's on tv okay but yeah i mean he was a jersey boy and you know died in his sleep suddenly while filming a, f- a movie, so I'm sure that'll be contentious when you know they have to figure out how to finish that. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, poor old Ray Liotta died. Hmm. So sad. Yeah. You're only on this earth for a very short time. Yeah. No shit. No shit, man. Eat what you want. Buy what you want. Don't hesitate. Because yep. you never fucking know. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, apparently they released a trailer for Bad Batch Season 2 also. Oh, Apparently okay. that just happened while we've been talking. Wow, that's exciting. We're like <laughs> right up to date. Yeah, I mean, we're Coming not going to... Coming with the updates. We're not going to watch it or anything on here, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you hear this, you've probably seen it. Right. <laughs> Obi-Wan Season 3 confirmed. <laughs> I, I really wonder if they're going to carry on with Obi-Wan. I mean, Ewan McGregor said he wouldn't he, he wouldn't say no to it. Yeah. Um but there's only 9 years to get him from how he looks now to Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. Yeah. That's a rough 9 years. So I don't know how they do that. I think he could do it. Do you? Yeah. I mean I mean they of course can just like age him up and everything but I just I don't right. know in story wise how you're like you go from this to elegance I watched uh, I watched the Top Gun sequel last night I've, I've heard good things about it it's done extremely well it is okay. not it's not a rehash of the first film Okay. It actually moves everything forward just 30 years later or however long it's been. Um, okay. And it's not it's not the story about a bunch of pilots going to Top Gun. It's Okay. It's <laughs> as weird as that sounds, it's about a mission that needs to be done in a short amount of time so they get Top Gun graduates because they're the best of the best of the best to train for it. And they need to find the, the wildest flying guy that they can. So they bring Maverick back. Okay. Um, so it's this, it, it's not like, you know, there's a new group of guys and Maverick is now, you know, um, Tom Skerritt's character from the first one there's an actual reason for everybody to be there. And like, it was pretty good. I mean, it, yeah, for, from it's definitely something that like, probably I need to watch again to catch all like the little Easter eggs and stuff. Okay. I mean, it's, it's will, done really well. It's got miles Teller in it, which is probably the only down point to it. <laughs> okay. Cause I mean, he's kind of a douche and like, he's kind of a douche in the movie. Okay. So it's really like, are you acting or is this just you? But apparently he he impressed Tom Cruise enough in his audition that they like beefed up his role for the film. Oh, so, okay. That says something. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it was pretty good. And Val Kilmer is in it? Yes. Okay. Done very tastefully. Oh, okay. Um... They they use his real life illness in the film. Okay. Um but he gets to be on screen with Tom Cruise for one last time and like um I think what they did for part of it, and I don't I don't know if this will spoil anything for you or if you even care about spoilers for Top Gun. 
Um, I really don't. Okay. He doesn't talk in, in a lot of it. Um, okay. He's typing on a computer because his character has had, he gets diagnosed with throat cancer in universe. And so like, he can't talk anymore. So they're, they're, okay. they're doing a parallel with Val. And so he's like, Maverick goes to see Iceman and Iceman is now like a, an admiral or something. And so he's talking to him by typing on the computer. Mm-hmm. And so like he's, he's, they're having the conversation that way. And th- then he stands up and he talks. And I think they did what they did for the documentary and they used his son's voice. That's oh. close. Yeah. It's close enough to the, like the four lines he says to him, nobody's going to bat an eye at. Um, and so it was tastefully done. It was like, okay. we can't do this movie without Iceman. Right. They're going to bring him back and they're going to be respectful about it. And well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was good that they were going to do that. Yeah. Can you imagine what it would have been would have been like if back in like the old days of of Hollywood they kept bringing back actors to their original roles like <laughs> you know 30 years later like here's Julie Andrews in the Sound of Music 2 where she's running a B&B in Vermont and you know here's African Queen the next adventure with Humphrey Bogart who's now married to Catherine Hepburn and you know, I mean, it it just seems so weird to me that we're, we're allowed to go back and revisit these things. Yeah. Whereas movies used to be, you know, pretty much one and done. You know, the whole franchise thing didn't come about until the 70s. So no. And, and I want to say, like, even like. Like Die Hard. John McClane was played by, I want to say, Sinatra. In a movie? What? If my memory is serving me right. What? And he wanted to do... When when it came up, he was like, I'm John McClane. I want to do Die Hard. And they were like, well, that's not the way this works. And so, like, you know, obviously they went and found Bruce Willis. So apparently... Am I way off? Sinatra... No, you're pretty close. Okay. Um, so there was a a movie that Sinatra did called The Detective, which was a prequel to, to Die, Die which is where the Die Hard character came from. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And he had to offer him the role as part of his contract oh. with the studios or whatever. Okay. And he it turned was. it down. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's really interesting, though. So I maybe maybe Hollywood has been doing that for a while and people have just been turning yeah. it down. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to do that. You want me to run barefoot over glass? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit, bud. <laughs> Where are the chicks? I want to do Ocean's 9 now. Cuz he was the original Danny Ocean. Uh huh. Interesting. 
I think if any of the Rat Pack had been alive when they remade Ocean's Eleven, I think oh they'd all be in it. They would all have been. Oh in yeah. It in oh some yeah. Capacity. Yeah. I think the film. I think the. I think Ocean's Eleven is better for them not being in it, but they definitely would have wound up in it somehow. Yeah. Well, that was like, was it uh, the Mod Squad? Or was it Mission Impossible where there was a scene with the original cast of Mission Impossible? I think you're thinking of Mod Squad. Or was Mod Squad. And it, the original Link and everybody, yep. and then they get killed. Yep. Although they did that with 21 Jump Street, too. When they remade, oh, they did? When they remade 21 Jump Street into that movie with um, Channing Tatum... Um, there is a scene in it where Johnny Depp and um, um, Deloise, whichever Deloise oh, was in Peter? there, Peter Deloise, are at a sting, and they were like, "Do you like? Do you realize how long this took us to to um, set up?" And then they both get killed. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good cameo, but like, you know, did they have to be in it? No. But I'm sure somebody thought it was funny. Yeah. Are you a are you a Stranger Things fan? Did you watch Stranger Things? I did watch Stranger Things. Are you going to watch the new season? Probably. <laughs> because uh, uh, Hopper disappeared at the end of season three. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yep. Just know that all of the um all of the episodes are like supersized. Like Oh really? Episode okay. 1 is like a minute is, is an hour and 20 minutes or something. Okay. Um and they're all like that because I sat down the other night I was like it was like 9:30 and I was like I'll just watch an episode of Stranger Things when it came out. It must have been Friday because I think it came out on Friday. And it was like it was like nine thirty. I was like, I'll watch one before I go to bed or whatever. And I saw the the runtime. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll wait. It's like, I don't know if I can cram in an hour and 20 minutes at the end of the day and be like coherent for it. You got a lot of stuff to watch when you get back. I do. <laughs> I do. I think I'm just taking a month, a month off to watch TV. There you go. So, so since you since you don't have any days off, does that like accumulate days off for when you get back? <laughs> no. <laughs> let let me explain the term wage theft. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get paid forty hours, even if I work eighty hours. Right. And I get nothing but a thanks for all your hard work. <laughs> But they don't. But they don't feel like okay. So you know, take some time off because you worked all this time. No. No. All right. No. No. Mm. -mm. Nope. I do get um, to bank the holidays that I've worked. Oh, okay. So you know, I get another holiday in place of Memorial Day, which is tomorrow in the U.S. Right. Um, but yeah, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a ripoff. Well, that sucks. 
fuck the industry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the world we live in because our parents thought this was a great idea that you had to work hard and they'd acknowledge it and, you know, you'd be able to buy a house one day. <laughs> Little did they know. I mean, a lot of it, too, comes down to that weird, like, uh, thing that happens now that if you only work 40 hours, you're you're guilted into, like, you know, everybody else is working late. Right. And it's like, but I handled all my projects. Right. Like, why I'm do, able to manage my time. Yeah. Why do I, why, why do I need to feel bad about other people? Like, <laughs> I I don't get that. I've seen so much of that of like, of like, if you're not working at least 50 hours a week, like, what are you doing? And it's like uh work-life balance, maybe. Yeah, it's like you're only paying me for 40. Why yeah. should I work 50? Yeah, and you're you're getting 40 hours of work out of me, so I don't really know what to tell you. Right. I don't care what you think. If you want more, you can pay me for those hours I work. <laughs> That's right. Or I can take compensation in ways you're not aware of. <laughs> <laughs> Three cents from every paycheck. Oh, Superman! Goes into a secret account. That's it. Or, or what's the other um, um, office space? Right, office yes. space uses that. You can make millions. That's right. And you'll never know. <laughs> every every paperclip you are missing. <laughs> I'm just walking around the office sticking things in my pockets. That's it. Don't worry about me. That's it. <laughs> Big bowl of candy on the receptionist's desk. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Helping myself. Me and my red swing line. There you go. Yeah. Just don't get any cake. No cake. No cake. The cake is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do feel fortunate. I was I was told um, at my company that they weren't going to make anybody come back to the office. Ever? No. Nope. Well, that kind of makes sense. They, they basically I mean, said... It really is a job you can do from anywhere. Yeah, and we've been doing it for... Well, well they've been doing it for two years. I've been doing it with them for a year. And right. so, like, they were basically like, look... If you got to come in and meet somebody or you have a shoot or something, we expect you to show up. Um, sure. Otherwise, you can all work from home. And I think I think part of that was like they sent out a um, um, like a it wasn't even it wasn't even a survey, but it was like answer these questions of your working experience working at home. And it was things okay. like, um, you know, if you had to come in, what would you worry about? Would you worry about masks, blah, blah, blah. And they had just released, like, if we come back to the office, these are what, like, the seating arrangements were going to be like and, like, where your desks were going to be. And, of course, for me, it was like, you're going to be by yourself in the recording studio. Um, so when when all that stuff, like, this was supposed to be a... Um, an anonymous survey. Right. And so when those questions come up, um, I, I just wrote like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to be sitting by myself dot, dot, dot. 
guess who I am? <laughs> because because I'm the only one sitting by myself. So right. like it didn't it didn't make any sense to me. So I was just like whatever. So apparently enough people were like I really don't want to come back that they were like okay. As long as everybody's getting their work done, we don't care. Right? So But that just opens it up to like I can work from anywhere now. As long as I yeah. tell them like hey, next week I'm, you know, going up to see my father or whatever. And I'll be working from mm-hmm. there. Like as long as I have internet that they can't say anything. So that'll be good. But. Well, cool. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I know it's late where you are. Uh, and I don't want to keep you. The new normal. <laughs> it is, but it's still bright out. <laughs> oh, does it get dark there? Or are you far? It does okay. for about uh, for about six hours. Oh, okay. Like by five a.m., it's already like sunlight <laughs> streaming through the windows. I'm like, I got three more hours to sleep, bastard. <laughs> you got to get those things to put over your eyes. You know that say no. like diva on the front. Yes, that's what I need. Yeah. Yes. Might do a nice charcoal mask while I'm at it. (laughs) (laughs) Put some cucumbers over my eyes to get rid of the bags. There you go. Yeah. Take a nice soak in the tub. A soak in the tub. Soak in the tub. Some bubbles. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm, I'm... Glad that you're able to come on. I miss talking to you. I I know. I'm glad I was able to squeeze you into my busy schedule Ooh, tonight. Squeeze me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's it's, yeah. it's like a nice refresher. Like we've been doing the show with uh, Brandon. Brandon's been stepping in and helping Who? out. Who? Right? Who's this Brandon? <laughs> uh, okay, Brandon. He's been on the show before. He's been vetted. What? Relax. I I have not approved of him. I'm sorry. Well, it's because he's only here when you're not around. Oh, okay. Well, I that can't makes sense. I can't spend an hour and a half talking to myself. So you know. Sure, you could. <laughs> Try it. But I mean, this is nice to have you back for now, and like I know, you, you right? Know, then you'll be gone again, and then you'll be back. Later I'll be on. gone again, but then I'll be back in the USA. Back in the USA, America, America. <laughs> if there's America, boy, left. I sure, I sure hope that open open gun carrying policy hits Florida soon. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that. With your governor, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't it a matter of time before somebody shoots Ted Cruz in the face on national TV? Oh. I mean, it's, it's going to take. I mean, look, I don't want ill will towards anybody, but. I would not be sad if that happened. I, I, I'm just saying, isn't that where we're going if more and more mentally ill people have weapons? You especially trans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, leaving it on a happy thought. Uh, yes, there you go. The death of Ted <laughs> Cruz. <laughs> there we go. 
All right. Uh, well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next time, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. I got nothing. <laughs> well, you've been gone for a while. I, I have. Guten Nacht. Guten <laughs> Nacht.